This podcast is sponsored by the Music Producers Guild of New Zealand, Aotearoa. The Music Producers Guild is an advisory service that assists and empowers our music producer industry here in New Zealand. Members get personalised contracts for their music production, free Serato Studios sample and DJ Pro, access to discounted audio equipment and software, and advice from industry professionals. Buy your plugins through the Music Producers Guild website to help support us all in growing our community. For more information and to sign up as a member, please visit www.mpgnz.co.nz. Welcome everyone to Be Final Podcasts. And this week we're with Ray. What's good, my bro? Kia ora, kia ora. This is my first podcast. I'm losing my podgenity with you right now, bro. This is a special wow. moment. Oh, what an honor. Oh, you're, oh, you're, not, you're not the first, though. So uh, that's what we do here at Big Fano. And uh, it's so good to uh, to do that. So, yeah, to kick things off, my man, how's everything going? Yeah, all good. What, uh, two weeks into lockdown now, into our fourth lockdown of Auckland, Auckland lockdown. Um, and yeah, we're just trying to keep productive and trying to stay focused, but um, yeah, also not trying to trying to not put too much pressure on myself, you know. Um, that's that's one of the hard things as a musician in your twenties is you always, or like for me, I've always put a lot of pressure on myself to always mm-hmm. put out a certain amount of music a week and stuff like that. So like, it's been kind of like, yeah, yeah, that's right. And for people still just think like that can entail a whole lot of admin too, as we're just saying, like exactly. <laughs> The whole exactly. Game. Yeah, yeah. So like, I've I've just been like touring with Sweet Mix Kids for the last couple months. So like, lockdown has been actually kind of good because it's been a break from that, which means I have a bit of a break from uh, partying and yes, get yes. a bit more get a bit of get a bit more time for actually writing music and catching up on some admin and getting ready for this album. Yeah! So, wow. wow. So, yeah, Beautiful. Oh man. No doubt, uh, fucking Adam, they're catching up on some sleep as well. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I'm, it's now, now, now. I like, I, I've had too much sleep, and now I like just don't get tired at night because I've got too much sleep. And <laughs> Me, <I'm> too. Like, <laughs> Me too. It's so funny how uh, like it's it's almost like a um, what about timing wheels? You just turn it around and you go from like one evening yeah, to like exactly. completely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hard. So cool, but yeah, man. Um, it's been awesome to sort of um, for everyone tuning in, having uh, got to meet you a few years back now and, and get to know each other. It's um, very cool because you've been on this journey for quite a while and we'll be diving into that. But um, yeah. but yes, to kick things off, my man, uh, earliest memories with music. <laughs> earliest memories of music? Yeah, childhood. Sheesh. Let's go back. Um, we're gonna take them. How far are we going back? We, let's, take it back. <laughs> let's take it back <laughs> to the old. <laughs> um, well, but yeah, both my parents are musical, luckily. Um, my mom plays piano and sings and stuff like that, plays guitar. So, um, yeah, I'd sing with her a lot when I was a little kid and um, sing Wyatt and stuff like that. And, um, yeah, my dad is a good guitar player as well, so like I do music with him as well. Like he taught me my first guitar chords and stuff like that, and always took an interest in like getting me musical instruments and stuff. So um, yeah, like yeah. I, I just I come from a I come from a whanau that values music. I like I guess I guess 
not yes. everyone can say that but um exactly yes yeah that that really grounded me a lot like um you know we didn't have much growing up but like we but you know my dad still found uh uh you know saw it was important enough to like buy me a drum kit when i was wow. little and like yes. really invest in that as like a as a important part of life mm. so um yeah shout out mom and dad yeah oh it's amazing how much you can soak up with music when you're a kid like how yeah. i'm just trying to do piano lessons now and i'm like yeah no, i'll take back all that time i was thinking oh i won't do piano I'm yeah like, like I, i'm like <laughs> i always say like i like really appreciate all of the theory and stuff that i learned because it really has helped me mm. um and like even starting out on drums gave me such a good foundation and rhythm and yes. beats and stuff like that so um yeah. yeah like i started with drums but then i kind of got a bit bored of that and needed melody as well which is why i moved to other instruments for singing and production and stuff but um yeah, yeah it definitely gave me a good foundation wow amazing so was there like um lessons as well like with drums or did you kind of get a bit of teaching in yourself what was the go with that yeah i i, I got some lessons oh beautiful yeah. Oh, I can't quite remember his name though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember what he looked like. Oh, true. So, so where were you? Grow- where did you grow up, my bro? Brooklyn. Yeah, Brooklyn, Wellington. Yes, nice. yeah. Well, it was, it was, a, it was like it was a pretty nice, uh, nice place to grow up. Uh, it's on yes. the hill in Wellington with the windmowers. Um, so yeah, uh, it was yeah. like yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a cool spot. Like it was quite a sheltered like neighborhood. But like, yeah. yeah, as I like, I kind of, I kind of got like the best of both worlds growing up because like we were like, you know, one of the poorer houses on like a really yes. nice street and like a desaltine school kind of thing. Yeah, so like, yeah, yeah. So like, I got, I got like, I got like to go to good schools and shit like that. But I also yes. grew up appreciating, yeah, that contrast, you know, not having, yeah, yeah and not yeah. having much and like, yeah, I was, mm-hmm. yeah, I was never like that aware of like. I was kind of aware that we were yeah. uh, like less well off. Yeah, than the people but that I went you to had school, a rich, like, yeah, you had a rich childhood. That was full yeah, of, yeah, exactly. yeah. Good dynamic. So it's, I actually can look back now and say I had the same thing, um, yeah, especially true. like how rich it was for me having the mosque and the church at exactly yeah. the same time. Oh man, you can't get more richer than like obeying one parent and disobeying the other. <laughs> like yeah. that's, that's the ultimate of both sides. So yeah, like so well, one of your one of your parents went to the mosque and one of your parents. Yeah, went to yeah, that's right. As I, I'm, I'm, I think I remember telling you that. It's like, yeah, I told most people I just met as I was growing up there, and um, so dad was the Muslim side, mum was the Christian yeah, side. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah, that was getting through that was amazing and um there are a lot of people to help me out on that because uh yeah i think that's that's sort of like the thing you get out of it is if you can get through those times you know those kind of struggles of you know growing up and making with what you have or you know different religious cultural if you can make it through that i think you have like you said that real appreciation for um, being able to see yeah the different yeah and you can and you can take the best parts of both worlds yes which, which is what i which is what i like to do and um you know choose the life that we want from what we've experienced hard out hard out take the good leave the bad is exactly what i just said with the um with the bro mallet we had on um just before Maybe. so yeah kind of catching on to that but um yeah sort of moving on as you're growing up was there uh sort of any bands or was there any cool little things that uh yeah so i um i was in like Rockwest a couple of times with like bands at high school. Um, 
was in the choir at high school as well um and had a little rap group with two of my mates um started recording songs when like 14 i think and you know i just started uh making beats and recording tunes um myself and then they heard and then wanted to jump on so we had a little thing going we were called the three musketeers <laughs> not the lamest yes. rap group name you can ever think of yes. but yeah we had some bangers wow we had yeah. some bangers i had to drop i had to drop that heat someday yes i hope, yes. so, I hope someone still got it <laughs> what were we using? I was a bit of garage band on the computer. What was the school? I was Mixcraft. Yeah, I was Mixcraft oh, at home. Wow, yeah, I was on the Mixcraft buzz. But then, yeah, when I got uh, at high school, I was um, using Logic in the in the yeah. you know, computer rooms and the music computer rooms and stuff. And I'd be, you know, booking out times to use the rooms a lot uh, at school. And um, yeah, always asking to borrow the microphone and stuff like that, and yeah. record my tunes. So like, yeah. It's yeah, yeah. It's just been something that, like, I just, you know, nothing else has really interested in me as much as music, I guess. Yes, yes. Like, well, I could have done, I could have done a lot of things with my life. Like, I'm, yeah. I was pretty smart and, like, had good grades in school and stuff. But, like, yeah, yeah. just music was most interesting. I feel you, bro. Um, but, but I gotta, I gotta, I gotta bring up Mixcraft, bro, because I, I use Mixcraft. Let's talk it. about Mixcraft. And, um, Bro, I, I tell you, once you went through their library, you found some decent sound loops on there, eh? <laughs> was some, yeah. uh, this is decent stuff on there. And um, at the time, True. they, uh, I don't know how, what versions we would have used, but um, man, they actually had a pretty good, like, syncing tempo thing. And there was a few good things on there, eh? <laughs> Yeah. Like, I can't remember much now, but no, it definitely, no, no, no. like, it definitely <laughs> gave me a good setup for moving over to Logic and all of the other stuff. Yeah, yeah, and all that. That's that's it, man. It's 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 amazing just hearing about the like, you, like you don't actually realize how many like little things people got into growing up. But like, yeah, obviously you got your garage band and your logic. But yeah, we've had a few fuzzy ones, and eh? like the hair, we actually both you got to try out Mixcraft. It was um very accessible for like this a guy who had a Windows and not a Mac. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right like that was a net, that was the best thing you could get if you couldn't get a Mac or garage. Yeah, you know, mixed craft or Windows. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I remember now. Like I haven't yeah. talked about this stuff in a while, but like I started on mixed craft on my mum's computer, and then actually Boys and Girls Institute was like a youth center as well in Wellington that I I used to do like hip hop dance and stuff at, and then yeah. one of the youth workers there had a microphone, and I asked him if I could use it for a while and then they set up a room down at the center there and um yeah and that's where i learned like garage band and started, wow. started going over to the mac game was was then i must have been like 15 16. yeah yeah that's yeah. it well that's that's what we do here on the on the podcast is i'm sure we'll uncover a few things because the idea is you, you take a, back, a trip back to memory lane if you yeah. <laughs> that's it. but nah that's cool to hear about those all these little things happening growing up and um yeah 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 so as you as you start to progress into sort of young adult years is there a, a sort of calling to um get into anything with like music is something you want to study or just carry on how did you sort of get through after high school my bro yeah so after high school um i i knew i like really wanted to do music but was also very aware that i wasn't like there yet skill level wise and um, all of that so um, yeah went to uni and uh, thought about studying music at uni but um, 
the only course in Wellington at the time was like a sonic arts like composition course, which is kind of yeah, like yeah, it was kind of like not not really the buzz. Yeah. And I failed. I failed the theory test for it anyway, so that made oh, my decision yeah. easy. <laughs> or scientific um, music stuff. I heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's, yeah, yeah, it's like not not pop music or anything, or like um, yeah. current music. It's like uh, like sound design shit. Yeah, foley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I went to Victoria and studied Tereo and marketing and, and a bit of music, a bit of history. Um, but yeah, came out with a BA in Tereo. And wow. I did I did the marketing to help my music because I knew that was gonna help like give me a bit wow. of a push. Oh, and um I just did Tadil for me because that was like you know music and Tadil were my like favorite subjects at high school. Mm. So um yeah, I never really planned. I was never like at uni doing Tadil being like, oh I'm gonna make Tadil music one day and be like mm. uh Yeah, possibly. trying to change the yeah, game yeah, with yeah. Tadil music. Ah. But like yeah, that's just something that happened gradually over my yeah in my 20s really nice nice oh it's such a that's what it's all about eh? is just letting things take their course and was that yeah. um so it's pretty cool because like it sounds like you lined up all your side subjects or papers whatever to be like bang on sort of things that you sort of gravitate to be me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah hard hard and um so that was three years studying was it to the bachelor's yeah it was three years in, yeah, in one summer paper nice nice yeah and i was like i was like yeah three years i was ready to get the yeah. get the heck out can i yeah, swear yeah, on this yeah. podcast yeah kind of yeah it's it's partner with, with the idea that hey, we all partner with that's the beat partner it's real it's a real <laughs> yeah cool um yeah but and then I'd, I'd, I'd also had a feeling that, that i wanted to move to auckland for for a while so um pretty much as soon as i finished uni me and my girlfriend just moved up to my ex-girlfriend um, yes. no. <laughs> the beautiful journey of life <laughs> exactly um yeah we moved up to auckland together and um yeah i just wanted to come up here for chasing the music mahi and knew there was more going on up here and um yeah just mostly mostly the fact that a lot of the producers and artists that i looked up to in aotearoa mm. were in auckland so it made sense to be here wow beautiful yeah. oh that's awesome and i think yeah really like in my own way as, as, as teachers it sounds it's really just about taking that step in faith because most of us will come here with you know not not all the money in the world even though it's made to look out like you need money in Auckland but I mean it's all about um it's all about diving in and like realizing well if they can do it I could do it you know I think it's yeah. uh, real tuning in because I, I I realized not only can I do it they can do it well i can do it even more than like most people realize and sometimes i had to tell that to myself because like i was getting these voices it's like actually yeah like i've i've, I've made some good you know like um fellowship here at Auckland yeah. and, and really heart to heart sort of stuff especially with dad being here like so i'd see him in the school holidays yeah, like oh yeah oh um i'll go back to see mum and pavi we'll see you next and i secretly stayed against everyone's <laughs> like everyone's knowledge it was all about like make i'm gonna make this work no matter what anyone says and um, i think yeah now that we go on to that topic it's like um yeah moving to auckland how did you find it at first was there sort of some um yeah sort of getting to know the place because you did you come up here much before then or was it just a big move um i'd spent a little bit of time here but um like hadn't done any music up in auckland just done like i got a couple aunties and uncles that live here so just it would be like whanau trips and stuff but um yeah like i found it re like you know auckland, 
Auckland, like a lot of places, is a bit clicky and stuff like that. So it was a bit hard to, um, you know, yeah. make make friends initially. But um, you know, I did what I can to like reach out and collaborate as much as possible. I hung out with the black club people a little bit and did some like DJ gigs. Got like my first gigs in Auckland were like DJ gigs. That was like my Mean. way to make friends and um, yeah. kind of get into the music scene here was through that. Wow. I do like DJ gigs and then mix them my own songs and rap them and, and that kind of thing. Oh, Which is cool. Yeah. So yeah, like 1885 back in the day, I was like DJing there <gasps> Wednesday nights and shit <laughs> and dropping my own tunes. This is how we add each other on Facebook. So before <laughs> that, like I was in um I was in this big thing growing up as a kid where I'd I'd frantically add anyone even remotely looking like they were doing music on Facebook as a as a young. Yep. And um I don't care if they didn't know me from a bar of soap. I I knew I was gonna get to know them one day and I was like, Yeah. And that was my whole childhood like view on Facebook. It was just like this mad dash to add everyone. And um, because at the time I was starting to find my sort of ways around um, getting into DJing and that, but I think that was like something I really appreciated because obviously I got to add you probably on like my old Facebook. <laughs> You're probably like, oh yeah, he looks like a couple of YouTube points, Adam. And that yeah, was such a, such a thing back then, especially the old MySpace Bevo days. Like, you just yeah. added, you just added. Who's got the most friends? Yeah, he's got the most love hearts on Bebo as well. Yeah. But um, apparently Bebo's coming back. Did you hear that? <laughs> no, I have not heard that Bebo's coming back. No. Uh, oh, you know what's after I'm school? Bebo come back. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I, uh, I remember this bowling buddies game you can play on Bebo, and I was always like trying to get my high score up. Anyway, so. Yo. Um, I'm just like, did you ever get into MySpace, or were you not that age? I did. Yeah, like when I first started uploading my songs online, like MySpace was still kind of a thing. Yeah. I didn't really know what I was doing. I was like 14, 15. Yeah. So like I was just, yeah, I was uploading my songs to MySpace and like YouTube as yes. like, you know, just single artwork videos. Yeah. And that was how I first started releasing my music. Also nice. just printing, making my own CDs and doing a little bit of thing. I mostly just giving them to family and shit. I didn't like, wasn't like hustling oh, on the corners yeah, trying to yeah. slang my yeah, tapes. That would have been cool. I wish I could say that, but no, I couldn't. Yeah, yeah. And it wasn't it wasn't this professional C D printer label thing, it's just done. Yeah, no. It was just humble, humble yeah, uh, go to the store, get the link That's cool. Yeah, that, I like yeah, my first EP was which was a soapbox EP. Um it was my first like uh time first project that was like recorded in a studio and everything like that and mixed in a studio and um i had help from barnaby weir who's from the black seeds and fly my pretties like he was the first industry guy to like kind of give me a helping hand yes. um so i released that when i was like 18 and yeah printed all the cds myself like looked at how to do it cheap as yeah. like print cut uh printed um like you know those cardboard cd sleeve things like oh, with the nice. with the covers on it like yes. i found out the cheapest way to do that was to just print lots of them on like a3 card and then cut it all out and make wow. them myself so i literally was at home like making like proper. 200 copies yeah. of these things like cutting them out and gluing them and wow, putting it all stuff. together and yeah. yeah had a little had a little ep release party at the youth center in wellington seal wow <laughs> Wait a minute! Someone just oh, this is zero and Auckland. Oh, they're different, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, zero, it's the same thing, I think. It's, <laughs> Actually, wow. yeah, it's like a nationwide youth thingy where they have 
uh, oh, I just lit something very cool because I know now how many people talking about that and and like just the guys talking to you before the one in Auckland. I I I can just imagine now how much people and sort of music, how big of that place would have been an influence for everyone, right? Like yeah, I, I think I've touched on something I want to carry on hearing from peeps because it sounds yeah. like it's, it was like the only it was like the only venue that you could um you know put on gigs where young people could come under 18 yeah. people could come i mean you know there's no drinking and stuff but, yeah um, and there's set up there yeah but yeah like it was cool like i had my first party there i had this moment before i jumped on stage of being like yo this is what i'm gonna do yeah yeah sweet let's do it then like it wasn't like it wasn't like oh this is what i need to do in life i just felt like oh yeah sweet i can do this let's, let's, yeah. let's do it let's see how far we can take this and that's yes. still how i feel i still feel like that yes. Yes. i want to see how far i can take this shit. wow you've mentioned such a great gem already for everyone shooting and we talk we call them gems because that's what they are and it's um little moments where if you if you sit by people listening to this if you listen carefully if you like actually think about it like that's such a big one is like um you're always like let's let's see how far we can go because the sky's the limit but we forget that sometimes we, we start to get cozy and it's all part of us we could all we be honest about it it's um yeah sometimes it's about remembering what got you into it and then yeah for sure. forth, like i was getting into it, so how far can we go now we're gonna say how far can we go yeah, <laughs> yeah so it's so you gotta you gotta keep that energy but then also at the same time you gotta uh you know appreciate what you have achieved yes and, and you know appreciate that things happening happen one step at a time yes. and that you can't like skip these levels you got to build up slowly sometimes and um yes and yeah like you know that early 20s like drive to like that like uncomfortable drive of like mm. just just like getting down and depressed and shit when your music doesn't do that well like i went through that yes and like Yes. like you know i still feel like that if a song doesn't do that well now but like you just learn i've kind of learned to care a bit less and just yeah enjoy enjoy the riot enjoy the ups and downs because there's always going to be ups and downs and that's right yeah and yeah i don't feel like i formulated my thought properly there but no no you did get, we'll keep talking we'll keep <laughs> talking exactly. and it'll come out <laughs> i'll tell you what beat final was actually all about like that sort of inspiration from joe Rogan was very clear where like there's an actual mark in history we are like got to already start talking about this testimony and obviously life's this beautiful journey so like i just can't wait for this to like be something which can be looked back on you know and years yeah. to come um i'm a big follower or like believer in like the past is obviously how we've shaped this future and to be able to like look back and see where we've come like how we are like where we've got to you know it's so yeah. powerful and being able to take yeah yeah really just I don't know like use that as a way to i guess yeah um find that peace within you know <laughs> yeah because like you, that drive i was talking about like it feels like you're not going to be happy you're never going to be satisfied until you reach a certain thing but then like as with my career like i've reached these certain things and then i've felt no different about myself yes. and yes. it like it doesn't like like I like my song Good Mood, but I don't yes. like there's plenty of other songs that I like more than that. I don't like yes. it anymore that it's got four million streams. Like yes. it like it helps That's my career right. that it's got four million <laughs> streams, but it's not like Yeah, it helps yeah, yourself. I'm still the, I'm still the yeah. same I'm still the same person and like yes. kinda going through my career and ticking off those things kinda like just help teach me that like yeah, it's not healthy yeah. to always 
place so much emphasis on what you don't have you know yes. happiness is not focusing on what you don't have happiness is focusing on what you do have, do have. and what you have done so yes. yeah that's why my next wow. album is called enjoy the ride because i'm oh. just learning to enjoy the ride and enjoy the process oh wow that's um man just to hear that now i'm excited but um wow that's that's it man i um i've come to find that like the exact same for me um yeah and yeah it's 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 humbling as well to be able to like share that openly with others and then it really yeah, brings that meaning for, sure. for yourself yeah yeah i know it's i know it's i know other people listening to that who do have that like frustration and drive it's like it's not going to sink in yet you're going to have to learn it yourself <laughs> but like you'll, you'll get there soon yes. enough hard bro well that's that's a beautiful sort of segue man so sort of now that you um yeah have been able to do a lot of cool things man this is like i always love talking about this bro we actually get to look back on some of these cool achievements themselves bro so um yeah it was quite cool to hear about growing up those rock quest things are quite pivotal actually i've actually realized how many people on this podcast have brought up the rock quest i'm like damn how many more people are gonna say like this, yeah, this thing would have been big this thing would have been like a huge part of new zealand history for people who are like are gonna look back on this but um on top of that man what were some of these sort of early milestones for you um when you started to feel like yeah you got to meet some cool people check out some cool places yeah <laughs> um yeah lots of yeah. lots of career highlights uh, i guess like uh winning my first maori music awards was cool for me because i like i really felt like i was accepted as a part of the maori music community which has been important for me um 2015 was when i won my first maori music award and that was for my first album chief which was all self-mixed self-recorded self-everything um and yeah, to get to get a Māori Music Award for that, like, yeah, it really was cool. And like, the Māori Music Awards, I don't know if you've been, if you haven't been, bro, you gotta go. Have I you been? Can't, I, well, now I haven't been, but the best thing is I think I, I can now because I've got the ways to get in and I'm very yeah, excited. Me. I'm very excited. Yeah, so it's in Hastings, it's in Hastings every year. Um, and it's like a real nice dinner, real nice community event, cool as acts and performance um and then yeah the after party is at like this rugged ass hastings bar every time and, um, <laughs> it's the kind of bar you know like five five dollar coronas type of shit um yes, or maybe not five dollars <laughs> yeah and like a like a, a stage in the corner of the bar that's like the stage is like carpet but not just on the top like on the sides of the stage as well like it's yes. that it's, <laughs> it's cool i love oh, it oh and it's it's so funny because Yes, we have our music awards. Sorry, um, that's in Napier, saying or Hawke's Bay. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, Hastings. Around the area. Hastings sorry, Hastings. Um, and because if I'm not mistaken, that's do you know the name of the venue? Because I'm just trying to remember if I know somebody's. Well, I think it's like. Yeah. Uh, nah, I can't remember nah, the nah. name. Oh, the name but, of the bar. Well, no, 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 because the place before the venue. Oh, yeah, like the actual one. Yeah, yeah. It's a big place though, right? Yeah, it's like like a flash RSA or some shit, but like, yeah. yeah. Wow. I can't remember. That's cool. Now that you sit there, I'm going to make sure I go to this next one. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good vibe. And I like, I've seen, you know, I've been wanting to go to the Pacific Music Awards for a while now too. I haven't been to those before. And I was going to go this year, but I don't know if it's going to (laughs) happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'll put those on the list but man it's it's so cool to hear about these 
all these things to connect us all as well because like obviously a big highlight is even just all the people coming together at those events say and um, yeah yeah getting to meet yeah, a few sure. peeps but yeah um, like yeah. yeah i think i meet i met met teeks at that first uh thing as well and like we're the same age so like we kind of connected and we've been uh -huh. friends ever since then we did have a song together at one point but uh it didn't didn't it was my song featuring him but it got um uh didn't get approved by either his label or management or something yes yes um which is an important thing to talk about as producers because this yes. shit happens yes it does <laughs> you've made another great and you can and you can cry about it and sit yes. around and do nothing or you can Move like yeah. oh sweet what can we do yeah. so um we ended up uh getting another vocalist on the song and that song became uh, my single No Way, which was um, yeah my follow-up single to Good Mood. Mm. And yeah, it didn't, didn't do as well as Good Mood, obviously, but it still still did pretty well. It got a bit of radio play and um, yeah. Like, you know, pre-Good Mood, I would have been stoked mm. with 70,000 Spotify streams. Oh, exactly. But after, but after Good Mood, I was like, oh, only 70,000. <laughs> I want to keep this strict. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. it's very natural as a muser. And, um, and part of it's as well, because these, in terms of like the, just a huge range of like how many people you can engage with like as a muser you know it's very easy to get caught up and say well how could i stay in one range and it's, it's not about that it's about the like i think like as a testimony like all even some of the most notable musos of museum over history but they, they would have gone for the exact same thing and, yeah, exactly. and it's so good to use that as a way to just and, yeah, you, and, and you can't and you can't like just um, measure your success of a song on streams and radio play like you know some of my favorite songs and songs that i'm most proud of are like don't have fuck all streams but like it's you know. still so important to do those mm. songs and you know if i get a couple messages from some people who like really connected with this meaningful ass song that got yeah. no plays like then i'll feel good about that and i'll feel like it was worth it like, like i get that with some of my like album tracks that are like the the deep and meaningful album tracks that that you know had the least amount of plays on the album but um yes. yeah i could just get a message from a friend or whatever saying how much how much they like it and they'll be like oh exactly. my work is valued <laughs> yes a hundred percent my bro and that's um that's it's it's so awesome you mentioned that and i know for a lot of peeps tuning in that's gonna really be something they can resonate with so yeah, yeah man it's um that's that's really cool i've talked on some cool things because you've also been able to like you know do some really cool tours and like yeah stuff. yeah like i've i was just thinking about yeah. it like I, I did my own uh my own national tour with the bridge um in 2019 like i organized the tour myself plus but with with help from who at cog um but yeah like i was it was me and D-Love just going to all these little ass towns all over the country, nine dates. And like, we made money off the tour. No one else, no one else in the NZ hip hop or R&B <laughs> is doing a nine date tour and actually making money off it. Yeah, there's, there's so much testimony there. In fact, even bringing back onto that, obviously finally getting to meet you properly because um, we very briefly met at Parachute that um, night with Rory and then I think before then, yeah, I would have just had you on Facebook. Um, but then, yeah, just to properly even um, find out that through through the grapevine, apparently D-Love had heard about me and then I was still fussing out, you know? Like, yeah. Um, 
I was sitting there thinking, how does Everybody this... knows Smith. Yeah, yeah. I was like, wait. Smith Plug. Smith Plug. So, yeah, it was cool because, like, when I realized how humble that grind was, like, in terms of, like, I saw you guys with the packed lunch. And I was like, this here is an example of how we're all doing those little things of service or of service to ourselves or others to really, like, I just, I guess, like what I'm trying to say is, yeah, be true to ourselves. Like you guys are just being true to yourself. Like, you know, you know, you could, you could have gone out there and splashed on the nice food and the nice. Oh yeah, exactly. We were like, we did that to a cheap as. Yeah. And that's that's why we were in the green because we like were yeah. careful with ourselves and like I didn't take too many people on tours. Literally just yeah. me and D Love. Like we do DJ sets as well as the live sets just to like, you know, add more value onto bars and stuff like that. And we'd like you know, try and be pretty genre fluid with the DJ sets so we could like play to crowds and whatever. Yeah. Yeah. From uh-huh. we did we did a show in Takaka, population two thousand. And it was one of the my favorite we got more people coming to our Takaka show than we did to our flipping Hamilton show. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, amazing. It's um what I love about that, yeah, is those little memories like you'll never forget is just this school tell, yeah. It's like being yeah. And then, like the same year, like the summer of that year, like I've had my I had my best festival run yet. Like I, I like got to do my dream of being able to do like the more mainstream festivals, like R and V and and uh, um sound splash and shit, and also do One Love. Yes. Which yes. other artist does that, bro? I, and that's and which that's other a, artist can do that? That is your testament, and, and that's why I bring it up because I was actually waiting for you to bring up these festivals. But I mean, yeah. so the gigs festivals, I slot that in there, bro, because it's um, it's testimony, bro. And and what I love about that is is how it's a mixture of all the music that you're being able to share. It's not like um, it's not all this one hit thing, and and that's fine. Like a lot of artists, you know, if you do that, mean um, tough one, but i love just those people who it's just like hard on see it's just all my music in terms of um yeah bro. yeah this is my story and and it doesn't just end on this is different times and places that i've written these songs yeah and, yeah people being able to share that i know that's um it's you can't put a price on that stuff eh? yeah for real and you know my thing is like like i've never like i've always listened to a bunch of different music so my music you 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 hear that when you listen to my music i'll do like um you know some more r&b stuff and then i'll release a dance track and then i'll release a future bass track and then you know good mood is a future bass track like people don't talk about that like it got played like it got played on the r&b hip-hop playlist but like i made that as a future bass producer you know like all of the offbeat synthy stuff like it was future bass as just with like you know swing. r&b yeah, vocals swing. and shit so like r&b rap vocals whatever exactly so, yeah doing that and then also being able to drop big pop reggae tunes like too easy yes. like and being able to do all those different kind of festivals yeah it's yeah. show it show it just, just shows that it can be done and like so other producers yes. and shit like that you can do as many genres as you want don't get stuck into the boxes that people try to box you in. People are gonna be trying to box you in your whole life. Everyone yes. in the industry is gonna be trying to box you in. Yes. And you break out of that box, say, fuck that. I'm gonna do my own shit. I'm gonna release what I want, when I want. And that's the key to success in the music industry. You sit right there. And what I love <laughs> about that is we've, we've actually uncovered the fact 
that music is fluid. It's not stick. It's not exactly. Fluid. If you're if you've been around different people at different environments, of course you're going to be making different stuff, and that shows exactly. you're making music to your heart, which is something I love to um yeah sort of encourage everyone to follow. But um, what a great gym. Moving on, my oh, bro. Oh, another gym. Another gym. <laughs> another gym. Take note, but sort of talking on this line of all these cool things my bro this is the part of the show where we box up a nice little um, personal bit of advice or encouragement to peeps i know everyone's got something to share what's um what's some things along the way that maybe can be overlooked or maybe just little things to encourage peeps um on their journey with music or like personal little stories of, yeah i was uh... gonna say this could be something that's more um not talked about like even the admin side because this there's a lot that goes into music stuff that um none of us would know until we really get down to it i mean um has it been a while like oh sorry not, has it been a while <laughs> has it been a bit of a learning curve for you personally learning about how much you actually do yourself as a muso um like in terms of being able to put this music out there on the stores for people who are, might be a bit new to this stuff yeah like i've yeah. always been an artist uh, been a person that um you know likes learning about all aspects of what i'm doing so like you know when i was getting taught by barnaby and stuff like he showed me how to do press releases like i learned how to do my own press releases so i still do my own press releases i want no no word going no words going out that represent me that i haven't checked off yes. and yeah like it's really important to learn learn all aspects of music not just like it would be great if we could just sit in our room all day and just make beats and just email them off and do nothing but that's not the world we live in mm. um you gotta learn everything you gotta yes. learn how to you know it's cool that there's more resources out there for producers like the producers guild putting out stuff plug yes. plug plug, <laughs> plug, plug, plug everyone sign up <laughs> to <the> producers guild it's a one one plug plug if you don't um, we all win <laughs> but yes it's so like you mentioned it's a great point there about um yeah like being able to do your own press release and all that because um yeah like there's actually a few things not you mentioned cds but it can go it can go really in like you can really start to like see how much you have to learn on the fly um was uh -huh. there was there anything you sort of that took you off guard like was there a bit of mixing mastering stuff that was kind of like oh well was, was there anything that you particularly learned quite a lot of yeah i mean like mixing and mastering my first album chief was like a it was a good like learning curve but i also realized that i don't want to do that myself and and that like it's good to realize where your limitations are and and you know start building a team for yourself and you know finding other people to work with when it comes to engineering and mastering um but yeah i still sit on sit in on all my mixes with chris like i mix them with chris and master them with chris as well like he does like he does the heavy lifting but i'm there in the in the in the co-pilot seat yes um yeah and it, like he appreciated that i did all my like i knew my way around audio engineering because of that because of chief and because of learning how to do it on my first album and that like gave me a good foundation so i knew how to talk with him sit with yeah him and, um, wow and everything so yeah, like also I just want to say as producers, like it's really important to learn about vocal producing and stuff like that. Like learn how to um, record vocals, learn how to make them sound good, learn about Melodyne, learn about auto-tune, learn about getting the compressions and all that shit, right? 
because you know the days of just sending out beats uh, are, are like are not the one you want to like if you're yeah. a producer you want to be getting the artists in the room is with you you want to be like recording with them you want to be making the artists feel good about themselves and the way to do that is make them sound good instantly so you gotta wow. know about auto-tune and everything like that and um yeah it was one of the things like working with Rory a bit Rory Noble like, yes, he's, yes he's really good at that stuff and making shit sound really good instantly, instantly. so like that's you know I've kind of changed my workflow from yes. that and I've wow. got you know auto-tune running you know prayer on the input when I'm written recording yeah yeah that's it it's about peeps um you know everyone's going to have their own journey to to find out about this stuff but it's keeping up with the play as well on um the latest technology and how latency's gone down a whole lot from when we started <laughs> yeah, <thanks. laughs> um yeah i mean uh, yeah that's true because we didn't latency. used to have that option of <laughs> it was not real time yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> it, was, it was delayed mm-hmm. and it was it was like you either had the you had the semi-delayed gear if you had like the real yep. nice setup or you had the damn that was delayed type oh, so you're just muting muting your audio some old rugged like M audio yeah yeah it's it's interesting yeah like like helping it like a lot of peaks obviously um for me what i want to do with computers is is break the barriers so that everyone has like that freedom to express themselves without any walls and um and i know like even like with the old plug on producers go like being able to actually identify a way that us as new zealand can all like dominate the world stage and and get to height like like new sweden, levels sweden of the south pacific that's what we're trying to do exactly we're, we're, we're taking it to a level we've never ever seen before in the world history of like New Zealand music on the world stage and um I, I know that goal. Together, that's the goal and the fact we can all kind of see that as is exciting bro like I'm really excited there yeah it yeah. is an exciting time to be making music here and um yeah and that whole aspect of doing it as a community is definitely is definitely a step in the right direction because you know it can be flipping lonely just producing shit in your room so like having community to ask questions to to and like feedback um you know flick ideas to and bounce off one another is really important to grow together so we can support it support ourselves and yeah like people you know i get random people messaging me like um about my mixing and stuff so like that and like i try and always give good advice and good feedback so like yes people always if people got any questions for me pay it forward yeah 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 always yeah. feel free yeah Oh, always here to help <laughs> yes <laughs> i feel you man i um i'm so glad we touched on all this because yeah sometimes there's just one or two parts for all of us that we can overlook and being able to really hone in on being honest with ourselves, i think is that big key towards us all um yeah really just taking the world by storm and um yeah yeah for sure and like i've it's also something that i'm thinking about at the moment because i'm mm. seeing like what is the difference between me and benny or whatever like why yes. why can i why can i not have streams in the in the million millions and she can yes. and yes. one of those things yes. i think is that she's always i mean obviously she's talented and stuff and i'm not yes. talking myself up but no. i'm just saying that she's always writing with producers and a writer so yes. i think i think it is important to have people in the room like yes. people yes. that with really good ideas that can help guide you so yes. one of my things for my next project is work with more producers and work with more writers that's right because i do see that more in the pop world and the people that are doing the big big numbers nice and yeah 
that is what I want to do. I exactly. still want to like. I say all this shit, but like, I still would like some big, big numbers, and oh, I would I like some can't. overseas hits. Yes, um, I'm gonna get there. Because I just get, I just get frustrated. Like, if, if we're just, if we're just like, if I'm just writing music, like I love writing music for Aotearoa. Like I love getting appreciated home, but yes. it is, it is small, and I don't like having to rely on one radio station oh. for my song being big or not. Yeah, like, yeah, and yeah. That that is like the world that most of us live in. Yes. But, Yes, and like we're all, you know, like if if um, you know, there's so yeah. many of us vying vying for one spot on one New radio Zealand. station, yeah, and it, and it's hard. It just makes it hard. Yeah, yeah. So exactly. like, if you can at the same time start tapping into some other markets, it'll just make it easier. And then that one radio station will be happier too because they'll have yeah. less pressure. And oh, we'll hi, they know, they know, <laughs> man. Uh, you mentioned a great point because I, I I tell everyone is. We're gonna go from seeing a lot of UK and US songs on the top, like New Zealand music charts, to all the New Zealand songs on the top of the UK and US um, top charts. And and that's something like we think, oh yeah, yeah, we've got those people. No, we're gonna like see us on a whole new level. We're gonna like absolutely dominate it in the way they're dominating our charts. And I speak, I speak life into this because it's all, it's all happening, and we're about to see it, bro. That'll be nice. Hopefully, <laughs> it is done. <laughs> it is. It will happen. It is done under under our watch and under our lives, bro. And it's, so it um, will be. It's so it will be. And uh, and and that's it, bro. So it will be. You've heard it here. You've heard it on many podcasts before. Um, to be honest, if I know, but I am <laughs> serious about that. Um, it's so what you say every time. I'm gonna take over the <laughs> no, no. world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like Zealand on top. It's not yeah. as hard as I went then because we, we share a lot on that, but I actually know that it goes back to our genealogy. Like, this is our roots. Like, we are being called to stand tall. Our wairua is, like, world-class. It is, it is evil. Yeah, it Tell is them. the best in the world. So, like, yeah, I'm, um, I'm super excited for everything to come with you on the music, my bro, and for, um, for everyone tuning in. Um, you can find the Brother Ray on all all the major platforms um have we got a bit of a sneak peek on anything shout else got shout out cobuzz oh, follow, yeah. follow me on cobuzz Co- Co- am i saying it right <laughs> we got we got some new social media i'm not aware of no <laughs> it's um it's like no. some french music streaming platform that is like hd quality oh. um and yeah they've they've been doing good like they've got like multi music playlists and everything and they've been, make the most of those emerging platforms yes <laughs> that's yeah. it well um yeah i know there's so much exciting things for um not just new zealand music but especially terry and bringing that in it's um it's something that i know is like a beautiful a beautiful win-win it's it's tapping into the fact that you know it's such a beautiful language but it's also it brings so much like so much inspiration for people like there are people in the world who love our like our language and i just wanted to take this time brother to totoku and salute what you've done because it's um i you know i know at times it wouldn't have been easy in those parts of the process but um you followed your heart and you can you, you can sit down knowing um you did you know you followed your heart to get this far and um it's so exciting to see what we're all about to do, my bro. Yeah, kia bro. I appreciate that. And yeah, like I've, you know, I've enjoyed my role as, um, you know, innovating with Te Reo music and doing Te Reo music that no one else does. Yes. Um, 
and it's funny because when I started doing Tidal music, like it was before this whole Wired to Anthem stuff. It was before it was cool yes. and trendy. Like it was kind of just a bit before that. Like I was just doing it because I loved it. And like, you know, I was a bit shy to make Maori music at first, but then I decided like if I was going to do it, I'd make, I'd do it my way. I'd do, do it, it your way. how yes. I want to do it. Like um, I'd make it sexy. I'd make it cheeky. Yes. I'd make it fun. Yes. Um, and so I've been doing that. And like, even though my biggest songs haven't been my Tidal songs, like I still really think what I've been doing has been important and it's made me feel good about my career and it's funny now that like now that we've got like 660 and everything like releasing Tidal yes, music it, it's great that like it's getting so much like it's yes. getting so much more recognition and stuff but it's also like for me I'm like I was doing that <laughs> I've, been, I've been doing that no, now you want to now you want to jump on that L1 now that it's trendy I feel and, you I feel <laughs> and it's about your, where your heart is and that whole thing so it's so good you've mentioned this because I think that's going to be the real key moving forward with this yeah. um, movement so, but yeah. like at the same time I want to say that like yeah. I love that everyone's doing it and that a bit of competition is good and it's fine like and like the new 660 Tidal song is is very cool and it's a very beautiful Waiata but also reminds me that like i've still got my own lane that i'm yes. doing that the i mix. really enjoy and then we can all grow together we can all push this today music this today wave together and we can all like yeah, yeah we'll we can win. all win together we and um, win. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's exciting oh very well uh i think that's a wrap my bro have really covered some beautiful ground and uh given given everyone a few little things um that they may be able to take away from this bro but um yeah, just wanted to thank you so much for your time tonight, my bro. Oh, good. Thank you, bro. Thank you for doing this um, mean corridor, this mean podcast, uh, which is mean for our community, our producer community. And um, yeah, keep doing you, Samir. Mummy. <laughs> well, that, everyone, was a Beat Fano podcast with Ray. And thank you all for your love and support for helping us get this far. I'd really like to encourage you all to share this episode if you uh, felt called to tonight um today wherever you are in the world i just want to also take this time to encourage you all to reach out uh, if you have any requests or ideas things you might like to see as we grow this platform um, and start sharing some cool little um master merch all that good stuff as uh, you'll see it come out but until then stay tuned for more beat final podcast peace and love final